Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Rich Dotson, and my fellow nerd, Matt O'Hara. Hey, hey. Just the two of us at daylight. Just the two of us a day late. Yeah, we had some, some scheduling issues. Had some crying to do for the teams that did not make the playoffs. <laughs> that was the real reason. Rich had to cry a little bit because oh. the Kyler injury. <laughs> oh, listen, I know I, I didn't put the reason I didn't tweet it out because I don't be that guy that goes on Twitter and complains that I didn't win my fantasy league because some guy just tore his ACL. Yeah. But in my high stakes league. Because it's much worse for the player. Yeah. You don't want to. In, in the grand yeah. scheme of things, like, right. oh, whoa, is me. You've, right. I lost my little Dungeons and Dragons game. <laughs> it is um, what we're playing, by the way. Oh, it is. I, every time I go to the Expo, that's all I talk about all the yeah. time. That's my number one comparison. Yep. I remember sitting there in a circle with like uh, Ryan McDowell and Curtis Patrick and Rob Waziak. Uh, we were sitting there, and I was like, you know, all this is is really just our own Dungeons and Dragons convention. You know that, right? <laughs> right. Um, right. But yeah, man, my high stakes league, all I needed was 10 points from Kyler Murray. And I made the playoffs. My team's good. I had a legit chance to win. Like, I had a legit... There's, like, eight of us in there at 7-5, right? Like, just a couple things can go my way. There's, like, a couple weeks. I've had Kenneth Walker. He's been hurt. So, I've been running uh, some things. And, yeah, there it goes. This goes down. Oh, I was I was using foul language. Yes. A lot of four-letter words. My wife flying, is yelling at me. She's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, no, you don't understand. <laughs> you don't. So, yeah, Kyler's out for the year. I'm sure it does probably... It hurts a lot of people. Uh, for their playoff push, and hopefully nobody else gets hurt this week. And yeah, nothing, nothing's worse when you're on bye, like you have the first round bye, and then your player gets hurt the week beforehand. You're like, okay, it's brutal. It really is. Um, uh, the one that I do have a first round bye. Luckily, my team has been relatively healthy, so I, I at least jinx it. Yeah, I know. Of course, Didn't we do that last time. Like, oh, this player didn't get hurt. Like, or so-and-so has been healthy and they literally got hurt the next week. I can't remember who it was, but yes, we did do that. We did do that. So mm-hmm. here we are. We're entering week 15 of the fantasy football season. For some people, for probably half the people out there, their season is over. Congrats mm-hmm. if you won the B. John Robinson sweepstakes. Congrats to you. I did not. Uh, oh, then uh, one league on Sleeper, uh, an industry league. I had the 1-1 one, because one, my team is abysmal. Sounds um, terrible. I don't really count that league, so I don't really look at it as much, which I should because it's, like, it's all big-time industry people in the league, you know? You're right. Uh, all well-known uh, people that are on TV names, and there's just me. But it's on Sleeper, um, and all my other leagues are on MFL, so it's harder for me to, like, go back and forth and check that league. I think we've been over this a couple times. Yeah, yeah. We, so, we, all, um, we all know your plight here, Rich. Congrats to everybody else that won the B. John Robinson sweepstakes. Hopefully it all pans out the way we expect it to pan out. Right. Um, go into that however you feel, see fit. Either you get Bijan or you get an absolute haul for that 1-1, which I would not be afraid. That'd be my number one thing. As soon as I got the 1-1, like, hey, y'all. Um, I'm country now. Hey, y'all. Obviously. <laughs> uh, think about moving down south. I'm practicing. It's warmer down there here. Oh, it's a lot colder up here. Yeah, yeah. It's getting there. Even in two weeks, I'm going snowboarding for seven days straight. Nice. I'll you be joining be, you for part of you'll it. You'll be joining me for part of that. I can't wait. Not the full seven days. But, yeah, <laughs> but yeah I mean... You should always just see what you can get. It's always worth throwing out there. Ultimately, a lot of times it doesn't materialize into what you need to get that player, but it's always nice to at least shop it around. Yeah. I mean, the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes, you got sure. a lot. I got a lot. For, I know you did. I had a 1-1. One, one. I got yeah. a lot for Trevor Lawrence. I was. I, I, mean, I kind of wish I had Trevor now. It looked pretty <laughs> damn good. But still, I mean, it, it all worked out. I mean, I got Kyle Pitts. I got Nigel Harris. As long as you didn't get Kyler Murray, you should be fine. I don't have Kyler Murray. So... <laughs> Yo, but this is Dynasty Fans Football. There is no offseason, so there's a lot of stuff we have to cover from this point on. We're no longer going to cover week in, week out, which is what we do. It's kind of, it's weird, you know, if you're, if you're just new listening to the show and you start listening. In season, it's, we, we always make sure we're Dynasty focused, but you're almost like doing a redraft show. Just talking about what's going on in the week and how do we react. We just react from a Dynasty perspective. Now, our, you know, what I enjoy doing most, actually, is offseason stuff, which yep. starts today. Um, this is our first show. It's actually my most enjoyable aspect of this podcast. I love breaking down the rookies for three months. Yeah. I love doing that. And then this is really our bread and butter, though, coming up kind of right as soon as the offseason starts in through the in through all the in the entire offseason process of, of, you know, free agents, rookies, all that kind of stuff. Players switching 
switching homes and getting new places and stuff like that and kind of the impact. That's kind of our bread and butter, I'd say. That's what we'll do for the next nine months. Yep. So if you're listening and you just joined us, yeah, that, that's what we're going to do. We're going to do everything we can to talk out this off season and what we can do to help make your team better moves that we think are good moves thing moves. We think are bad moves. Um, we're gonna kick off today's show. We're actually going to talk about the 2023 free agent class. Um, you know, and then we'll hit on again in March when free agency actually opens, but Absolutely. kind of what, what we like to do now is we do this after the season is talk about some of these free agents. Maybe you can get ahead of it, right? Guys that, Oh, all of a sudden cream hunt signed with the chiefs. They resign them, you mm-hmm. know, like, he has a chance to be running back one again. Now his price skyrockets, right? Sure. You need to pay a first and a second. Well, now you can probably get Cream Hunt for at least a second, maybe two seconds, right? Right around there. So what's nice about this list is some of the guys we'll talk about, hey, is, is he a buy? Is he a sell? Is he a buy? Is he a sell? Some of these guys are, hey, he hasn't had the opportunity. He's kind of done some good things when he has. He's going to be a free agent. He might be a, uh, he might be worth stashing on the end of your bench. So we, we might talk some lower level guys, some higher end guys as well. So we'll, and we'll talk. Ages of importance. We'll, we'll get we'll dig into all this stuff. Before we dig into all that, I got to tell you about our friends at Prize Picks. Yes, Prize Picks. Uh, the, your fantasy season may be over, and you're still looking for some of that action. Well, how about the number one uh, site that lets you pick? You know, part that parlays, but you know, basically just to pick them. Pick them. Yep. You know, do you, sure. you like the over? Or you like the under? on player stats, and I, I say it every week. It's not just football. It's basketball. When baseball comes around, March Madness, all these different sporting events, you can pick and choose the players that you want to pick and you want to use. They constantly have free plays on there, and you went up to 20 times your uh, bet or placement of money. So that's what it is. It's, it's, it's that simple, folks, is Price Picks allows you to go on there, look at over and unders, and whenever ones you like, you can take – Anywhere from two to five five picks, and you pick what you like over under on the player stats. And if you win, you win up to twenty times your bet. It's I, I use it all the time when I'm in New York. Uh, Ohio actually Ohio opens up its legal sports gambling January first. I'm excited. Um, I don't know if Price Picks will be on there right away, but it's another state because I know when we talk about Price Picks, it's limited to seventeen states right, right. now. They're, they're starting to trickle in though, right? Exactly. It should be coming here soon. You know, all the free marijuana for the legal lives of marijuana states and f- sports gambling. It's the whole world's changing. They're raising the price of cigarettes. <laughs> everything else is changing and it's going a different way. Sports gambling and marijuana, it's coming your way. So prize picks, they're going to let you get down there, do some parlays, check them out. Use the promo code NERDS. That's going to give you a 100% instant deposit match on your money right away. Use that promo code, support us, support our sponsors, get on there and just play around. I love to go on there when I'm sitting on the couch in New York and I'm like, oh, I like this over under. Oh, I like this over under. Oh, I like this one too. Yep, time to do another one and just try to win uh, 20 times my money. Just 20 times. Just big money. Just just so, big money. No big deal. Check them out. Prize picks. Check them out today. And of course, don't forget, we're running this promo only for a couple more weeks. It's We did it before Black Friday and we decided to let it run for the whole holiday because we understand Fantasy football seasons are coming to an end. Everybody wants to jump into the film room. And we do see a huge uptick in subscriptions right around this time of year because everybody wants to get access to our film room. Our film room is probably arguably the greatest film room you're going to find on the internet uh, that you have access to. We have a ton, and I say a ton, of all 22 film on this rookie class. And what we do is we break it down so you can watch the entire player's game in five minutes. So if you want to watch B. John Robinson... At Texas, you can watch his entire game in five minutes. The good and the bad. How does he block? You know, how does he receive? Does he run routes? This is the film we use to break down our players. Like I said, a ton of all 22 film. We have about seven to nine uh, games per the good players, about five to six for the average players, and like at least three for the regular players. Yep. We're running a promo right now, 25% off all of our subscriptions. The Nerd Herd and uh, the GM. So... 25% off holiday 25 holiday 25 is going to be 25% off. It's our biggest discount ever to the site. And on top of that, we're launching GM 2.0 at the end of this month. So we get locked in 25% off of that. Now get in there now. And there's a big update coming to the, the, the GM, a massive update that I think I literally can't wait to talk about it because I think it's going to help change 
the tools of Dynasty Fantasy Football. We've been dropping hints. For the users. But we can't say anything more. So it's, it's almost, the best hint I can give you is we're going to put the perspective of Dynasty in your own hands. Yep, personalize your own stuff, basically. So you can never call it, look at us again saying, hey, your trade calculator sucks. Hey, you value Mike Williams way too high. All right, well, what do you value Mike Williams at? Yep. Do a little slight adjust there, buddy. Now the GM works for you from your own perspective. All right, enough tease. So check it out. Holiday 25. It's going to give you 25% off. And I promise that's just worth it to get in just for the film room for now. Yep. And then hopefully when the Jew.0 comes out and you see that and how nice that is, you stick around and keep for that. So <sighs> mine will be blown. Yeah. Take advantage of our tools while you're in there. You know, it's not, you get the film room, but you get the nerd score. You get the film room. You get the GM 2.0. You get everything. Yep. So 25% off. It's literally less than the price of a cup of coffee depending on what kind of coffee you drink um, <laughs> per month. So are you jumping the show later? Well, I'm, I'm, right. I'm ready right now. Holiday even, 25. Holiday not 25. Not even later. All right. So we're going to kick off. We're talking free agents. On this show, we're going to cover the running back class and the tight ends. Mm. Uh, on the Nerd Herd show, which is holiday 25 you get, um, we're going to do the quarterbacks and the receivers. Wide receivers, yep. Obviously, quarterbacks for Superflex has uh, a big. Could be another QB carousel, right? got a big impact uh, a lot a lot of a lot of names here yeah so a lot of these names we talk about won't be free agents right not a lot but some of these names we we'll, talk about we'll won't see be i think agents. that i was gonna say i think you know there's a couple of them that might end up sticking around but there's a there's quite a few i think that might end up moving okay. saquon won't be a free agent right most likely but we're um, gonna talk about him because we're gonna he, talk about him nonetheless so he is a free agent <laughs> i i have a list here matt um about the running backs about teams that could possibly probably need a running back i i, I how about we attack it this way? Let's list off some free agents, some big name free agents maybe, and then then that list might make sense to some people. Because I think if you say it right away, some of these people might say, what are you talking about? Right? Okay, that's fair. Now, what's weird is the way the NFL has been shifting gears, right? Like, it's so hard to find that running back, that premier three down back. Yep. They're, they're the unicorns right now to get those guys. That, that come in and they handle all of the team's carries. There's not a lot of them. You know, there, a lot of these teams now are going to two, the three running backs, right? You know, the Cowboys, the Browns. I mean, think of all these teams. I mean, Nick Chubb, one of the best running backs in the NFL, splits time. Yep. You know, misses whole series to take him out for Green Hunt. Um, so it, it's hard. And I, I saw a stat out there, you know, the 1,000-yard rusher, which is now we have one more game, right? There's 17 games. Right. The thousand yard rusher has dis- disappeared in the NFL, and that's 20- it, and it was only like sixty yards a game, a little bit under sixty yards a game at sixteen games, so it's even less than that. Even less. Yep. In twenty twenty one, we had seven one thousand yard rushers. Wow. In twenty twenty, we had nine. In twenty nineteen, we had sixteen. So we had a lot. It's really falling apart. Twenty eighteen nine, twenty seventeen nine, and that's a thousand yard rusher. In the grand scheme of things, you're right. That's like sixty yards a game. That's not a fantasy stud muffin. No. I'm not digging that. Not at all. That's what makes these PPR guys even more valuable. It makes them extremely valuable. It mm-hmm. makes them one of the top targets in the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it just it's why you want these guys. So let's talk about some of these for agent mats. Let's start at the top. Saquon Barkley. Mm. 25.8, 25 years old, eight months as of today. Uh are gonna be a free agent here in twenty twenty three. He isn't he is a thousand yard rusher. He is a thousand He's already rusher. cracked that that threshold. Thousand eighty three yards, eight total touchdowns and uh 42 receptions 261 yards no receiving touchdowns yet big rebound year for saquon this year. absolutely um odds of him leaving new york i don't think they're gonna let him go personally i think they finally got him healthy i think you know new new regime there as far as head coach and all that and i think he's using him to perfection I agree. Yep. I think there's a very, I think 5% chance yeah. that he leaves the Giants. It's not that expensive just to franchise these guys because there's not a lot of high-end sort of running backs, so it's not cost prohibitive just to throw a tag on him, keep him around for another year. Two years you can tag him. Absolutely. I mean, paying, yep. So you take him two years, you got to pay a little bit more. You're paying $16 million a year for Saquon Barkley. Right. Okay. Yep. I'll, I'll do that. I'll that's, take it. And if then I you're was on, a GM, that's what I would do. And then you're on you know, basically a one-year prove-it deal both years. Can you stay healthy? All right. I'll do it again. And the new CBA doesn't let people hold out anymore. Right. You can't hold out. Yep. You get fined like yeah. constantly. So you cannot hold out anymore in the NFL. 
Yeah, it makes it hard for these running backs. That's why you don't want to be a running back. You get to be a running back. It's hard to make that money. So Saquon, I mean, everybody could use him. Of course. Oh yeah, obviously. I mean, you know, if you want to, maybe you should present your list of people that you think are. are. <laughs> now you feel differently. Yeah, now I feel differently. Now that we got into it, let's let's hear that that list. So here's my about. list of teams. Now sure. I came away pleasantly surprised about how many teams I felt needed a running back. Yeah, that I felt they needed. They could use a starter. There's two teams on here that maybe don't need a starter, uh, and I'll mention those and two. Le- and let's just preface it by saying some of these the, the the teams on this list are on this list because players are free agents. Yeah, the Giants are on this list because yeah. of Saquon. Sure. You know, the Eagles are on this list because Miles Sanders is a free agent. Right. So, um, But that being said, with this being such a deep free agent class, there it makes it more so that you should probably go out and target these running backs, almost all of them, just to see. Now, it's also a very deep draft class, this 23 class. It's a, it's the bread and butter of this class this year. Yep. So a lot of these teams are probably going to fill up that way as well. But there's even the teams that draft the rookies are going to sign these players to give them an opportunity. So almost all these free agents we're going to talk about have an opportunity to go in and be a starter next year. So everybody I have on my free agent running back list are the free agents I feel like you should go out and trade for, okay. essentially. All right. Here are the teams. 15. Tell me if you're listening, if I'm wrong. Matt, tell me if I'm off base here. Lay it on me. Carolina Panthers. Absolutely. Miami Dolphins. Yes. Atlanta Falcons. Of course. Chicago Bears. Obviously, if David David Montgomery leaves, then yes. Giants. And probably either way, by the way. <laughs> the Giants. If Saquon's gone, for sure. The Raiders. Josh Jacobs, if he leaves, yes. The Eagles. But they've got Samir, so I'm not sure. They do got Samir, <laughs> so it's possible. But they, they would still bring somebody in to compete with Samir. They would. And um, Abdullah is also a a free agent. So they could use a running back who catches passes. Yes. Amir Abdul is still in the league. Yes, he is. Um, the, the Eagles. If miles is gone. Yep. The bills. Either way. Yes. Titans. King Henry can't rain forever. Yes. That, that, that's very true. Here's one. Here's one. I'm somewhat Titans. And this one are the ones I was somewhat suspect. I'm, I could definitely see them making a move. All right. The Texans. <laughs> right. So they got Pierce. Pier- they got Pierce. He's looked good. They can use that pass catcher running back, though. They probably could use one of those type of guys. So I mean, you don't think they like Tony Pollard? I'm sure they would like a Tony Pollard type of guy. Kareem Hunt? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Chiefs? Chiefs, definitely. I mean, unfortunately for Clyde Edwards. There. Commanders? I mean, I think they do. You probably think they do. They might not think they do. Bucks? Definitely. Saints? Most definitely. Rams? And, of course. 15 teams. That's yeah. half the league, Matt. Mm-hmm. That could use a running back. Um, but, again, some of these guys are going to be filled by, we have some good free agents. So, Saquon, we predict to stay with the Giants. Deontay Foreman. Yeah. You know, solid running back. Only 26 point, you know, 26 years old, six months. Right. Um, kind of, you know. Having a decent year, rebounded kind of from that that injury to kind of and once and once Christian McCaffrey left, he kind of proved that he was capable, right, of kind of carrying a load. I would call him uh, uh, Henry Light. How about that? Very light. Very light. Like, but that's like what his game is. Like he's a big, bigger, bruising guy, two hundred thirty five, two hundred forty pound uh, running back. Not nearly as physically gifted. Um, but still, that's kind of his game. He's not going to catch a ton of passes. He's just kind of... Need, needs an abundance of carries right. to be relevant. Yep. So not somebody like I'm overly targeting. What's nice about Deontay Foreman is like he can help you now if you trade for him now. And then you still have him in your back pocket for next year. He's a guy that I think can help a, a playoff team. So that would be like the one time I would really go out and trade for him. Like, hey, you need somebody to fill a gap or, or hey, this is a backup that I hopefully don't have to start, but he's kind of there in case I need him. Deont- uh, Dante Foreman is a good guy for that. Who knows what he ends up being next year? He could very well end up just being a backup again. He probably will, but the good thing about here is what I want I want to preface saying some of these guys. I expect a lot of these guys we're talking about be backups for the most part. Yeah. Um, like Deontay Foreman, Damian Harris, Daryl Henderson, Alexander Madison, Boston Scott, uh, maybe even David, David Montgomery, Raheem Mostert, Rashad Penny, Samaj P. Ryan. But like, they're like they're gonna get their shot. Look what Samaj P. Ryan does when Joe Mixon's out. He scores over twenty points per game. Yeah. So they yeah. hold value, right? Like, just because you're they're not a starter, you have these on your dynasty roster because they hold value, either to the Joe Mixon owner 
right right now if Joe Mixon went out in the playoffs or when they miss a game. These are the kind of players that we, at least the players we're mentioning, that can come in for a couple games and get you double-digit points, right. which is what Samaj P. Ryan has done. And Samaj, how do, you, how do you view him right now? I mean, if, if it were me, I'd probably be willing to sell him at this point. I don't know that I'd want to buy him right now because he's so hot just because, I mean, there's people out there saying that Samaj is better uh, he's the better running back in that backfield. So no, I'm not buying him now. Yeah. Now's not a bad time. Well, so are you, are you, are you selling him bit. though at this point? I mean, before he maybe goes somewhere and is, is kind of back up. I'm selling everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Not running back. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair. Like I'm, I have Saquon in multiple leagues. I'm looking to sell Saquon as soon as this year's over. Cause he's going into a new contract and I know he's an outlier. So I'm, I mean, not for cheap, but I'm always looking to sell running back. So, but here's my thing on P Ryan is, He's a bigger back that catches the ball well. He does, yeah. So I really liked that about him. I didn't love him coming out of Oklahoma State. Was Oklahoma State? Oklahoma. Came out of, Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma. He was there with, um, uh, what's his name? Mixon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were. And when he went to Washington, like, I didn't love Samaj P. Ryan. I didn't think he was a great player. And he wasn't great in Washington. But he fits really well in what the Bengals do. I really hope he re-signs with the Bengals. And he's, because what I like about him is every time Joe Mixon goes down, he produces a high level. Like, not just even, like, an okay level. The Bengals, he produces a high level. So, I think the best spot for him is to stay with the Bengals. And I think he owes more value, obviously, to the to the mix and owner, if you're a competitor. But I'm buying, because if I can get him for, say, he's the kind of player, like, we're in the fourth round of this draft. It's pretty deep. And there's a tight end there somebody loves. Like, hey, I want this pick. Like, all right, give me, I'll take Samaj P. Ryan for a high fourth if I'm a contender. Because I know... Or even if it's a late third, like a real late third, and there's nobody there I love in the third round. Like again, I get a guy like Samaj P. Round. Again, this is a trade that might sound like stupid to some people, but like if I'm a contender, I know for sure that movie's back on the Bengals. This is the player, if given the opportunity, to help me win games. And and I, I would be down to get him at that price and at that time, I think is a smart time to try to buy him because you know, obviously the picks hold so much value during a draft when there's somebody that uh, you know there's a player that somebody's falling in love with right there in front of him so i think that's a smart way to look at it I, I, but right now i think his value is much higher than that or his perceived value is much higher than that and that you know it, whatever his perceived value is is what his value is you know what i yeah. mean like it's whatever the person that has him in your league is willing to you know part with uh him for so it's it's kind of one of those things so it's um so, uh, Samaje, I think right now is going to be a guy that if I have him, I'm I'm trying to get rid of him because I think we're at a high point. And if if I don't have him, I, I like your idea of kind of holding off until the draft or something like that. And because I do think he has value, he's like you mentioned, he's shown a, an ability to both catch passes and run between the tackles when given the opportunity to kind of run with the the job, like the full job. So uh, I like it, and, and I don't anticipate him going out and getting like his own you know, wide open position. So I think he's going to end up in a similar situation, hopefully with the Bengals because they know how to use him. But if not with the Bengals somewhere else. Yeah. And we'll see. He's already on a second team. And this is a spot that it's so deep at running back. Like there's a good chance he can end up staying in Cincinnati. Yeah. If he leaves Cincinnati does, I know they have Chris Evans, but Samaj is a clearly better back uh, than Chris uh, Samaj P Ryan and, or Chris Evans. And, and P Ryan's probably prime sell time was when he was going to start the second week after coming off a 28 point game. Sure. And you know, now, now he saw it's about a 50-50 split last week, but you know, Mixon was just coming back as well. But I think especially if you're if you have I mean, like if the Mixon owner um if if they are in the playoffs and you don't have a trade deadline yet that has that has come and gone, then this is a time to kind of really gouge him and and, and hey, this is your safety blanket. If something happens to Mixon, you've got Samaje, they are a one for one replacement. It's, there's no drop off. I want this, you know, and you shoot for the moon. And and this is probably the time to really get that. If you have him, um, I think it's a, it's a nice time to sell. If you can still pull off that kind of deal, it might be very last minute by the time this podcast drops, but um, some of, some of these deadlines go right up until that so Thursday. Yeah. Till all the Thursday. Ours do. Yeah. All ours do. Our so trade on Thursday kick off on if, Thursday. If you're hearing this and you got time and you have Samaja, I would go out and, and make that trade right now. And I, and I did that in our league. Um, our oldest league that's 18 years old, actually Matt and I play each other in the playoffs. This we week. do. Yep. Uh, and I have Joe Mixon. I got Samaja P run last year when he, when he signed, he, he's done me a massive amount of favor. Sure. So um, other free instrument foreman, Damien Harris, 25.8 years old. 
uh, on the Patriots. He's a free agent. A, 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 another running back that will be a backup somewhere, but getting the opportunity, he's shown he could play at this level. Yeah, he doesn't. He's not flashy even a little bit. No, uh, I think he is a. Uh, he's a hard guy for me to like rah rah about, but like you said, I think he's proven that he's a professional running back. He can get the job done. He's never going to be a high end producer for you. Uh, so he is a fill in third or fourth running back on your team type of guy. Like he's, if he gets an opportunity, you hope he's your fourth running back. That's what I mean. If he gets an opportunity, he's like your third or fourth running back. If not, he's just like way down your bench somewhere. Uh, if he falls back into a backup role somewhere. So he's, He's an okay guy to have around. I wouldn't pay much more than like a fourth-round draft pick yeah. for the guy like that. So Daryl Henderson, free agent. No need to talk about him. Uh, <laughs> he's not very good, man. No, he he, he isn't. He hasn't Never been. Has been. Right. Um, Alexander Madison. Interesting. Uh, very interesting. Yeah. 24 years old. Mm-hmm. Going to be free agent. Has flashed at times that he could be a very solid, above-average running back in this league. He becomes a free agent at a very weird time. Um, it's unfortunate because of this. But again, I think Madison's best thing to happen possibly is like Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley stay with their teams. Because then it's just basically, I mean, you have David Montgomery, Cream Hunt, Alexander Madison. I, you know, I think that in Miles Sanders would be the cream of the crop of this class. In. Oh, and Tony Pollard. But we'll talk about Tony Pollard here in a minute. Right. So he's a guy that has... I kind of was looking at fantasy points and projecting out for the remainder of the season and stuff like that. And then it got me to the, you know, to the point like, Hey, some of these projections work. Some of them don't. Some guys didn't get enough work to kind of have that, uh, that be like my barometer. So then I started doing a fantasy points by basically touch. So either an attempt or a target. Um, and he was one of the higher guys on there, um, from, from the running back position. The only guys, the only two guys that were higher are the only, well, there were a few, Samaje, Miles Sanders, Jarek McKinnon. A lot of them are just, just strictly pass catching. Jarek McKinnon, baby. Yeah, exactly. Um, Amir Abdullah was higher, so he's like strict, he's strictly a, a pass catcher. Um, so that kind of boosts him up. But Tony Pollard was was the, the other guy to go above like one, you know, point per target or, or mm-hmm. attempt. But but Alexander Madison is, is pretty good at 0.85 uh, points per rush attempt and target like that's that's pretty solid Do that every player or just free agents um just the free agents from this list that's a good stat yeah i just thought of it the other like yesterday while i was doing this so i kind of pulled it together we should do a whole show on that one day we maybe we Fancy could points per touch yeah we gotta do that other we gotta do that running back show again it's been a couple of years it has been so maybe we'll maybe i'll analyze it from fantasy fantasy points per touch and and kind of and kind of go from there but alexander manderson does a lot with his touches is the bottom line um if if you're getting 0.85 or point yeah 0.85 points for every touch that you get and you're a running back that's, really good. that's pretty good yards. yeah i mean that's very good so it's um you know that obviously is from a ppr standpoint too so some of that's calculated in but it, it's pretty decent so uh he's a guy that i'm excited about i would i would be willing to go out and make a trade for this guy just hoping that he gets more of an opportunity because that's that's really his thing he hasn't gotten a ton of work um only 50 50 attempts this year um so He's at the top of my list of these guys yeah. to trade for because this price right now is reasonable. You probably eat, I think you for sure get him for a late second, for sure. Mm-hmm. But I would package a couple of thirds right now and see if it gets done for Madison. Because I, I still think, I think for most people playing Dynasty, aren't 100% sure who's a free agent and who's not a free agent next year right now. Right. And now's a good time for that because nobody's talking about free agency yet so now's a good time to go get an alexander madison right before your trade deadline and offer a couple and if you're not the dalvin cook owner the guy might not it might not set up the alarm you know what i mean like Uh um i need to i need to get everything i can out of this guy he's trying to get a backup for one of his running backs you just kind of maybe even squeeze him in as a side as side piece on something else you know what i mean it's not the main event um kind of sneakily get um, Alexander Madison kind of thrown into a, to a deal here at the deadline. How high would you pay for Madison? What would you gamble? Because that's what it is. Like, you're trying to put your chip uh, in, on the roulette wheel board and hope it hits. I feel like a second's too high for me. Yeah, no, I, I kind of feel the same because it – but I think that's what it would take. 
Like I think that I think that would be the highest I'd go. I'd love to I'd love to be able to get him for a third or two thirds, like you'd said. It might take a second, and he's the type of backup running back that I feel like if he gets an opportunity could be a gold mine. So that two to three years, yeah. Window here. I mean, oh, absolutely. It's this is a very short term type of thing. He's how old? You said twenty twenty four. Twenty four. Twenty four and four months. So he'll just yeah. He'll turn 25 when the season starts, right. essentially. Like, right around there. He'll be just turning 25. And there's a couple of teams, I mean, just imagine, I mean, honestly, any of these teams where you easily say the Dolphins, right? Like, oh, he goes to the Dolphins. He's he's the guy there. You know what I mean? Like, in, with Mike McDaniels, my favorite coach in the NFL right now. See the shirt he's wearing today? No. I wish it was colder. <laughs> <laughs> I love, dude. I love, I I know he's only been coaching for a year, and I can't do anything now. I know McDowell switched his Twitter profile to Mike McDaniel's too, and I was super jealous yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like the Dolphins, what like what a fit that would be. The Chiefs, we'd all be ecstatic. Like Absolutely. these are places where his value skyrockets to a first, right? right? Like a high first. Absolutely. But then, I mean, I'd be okay with a place like the Panthers if he's getting all the carries there. Like I'd be okay on the Falcons if he's getting all the carries there. I'm okay if he goes to. The Bills, right? Another a Bills are another good spot. A pat, a bigger back that can run between the tackles and can catch the football. Yep. Right. And they have James Cook there, so he's already played with one Cook. Now go put it in the other Cook. That's another good spot. <laughs> um, you know, the the Bucks if they get, they get rid of Lenny because of his money. The Saints to offset Alvin Kamara, who's always banged up. The Rams. Another fantastic, you know what I mean? Like well, Kamara's going to have to serve some sort of suspension next year for that fight that that he, you know. Oh, he probably He's going to have to pay the piper eventually yeah. on that one, so there's going to be a time where he where he's missing as well. So for me, I think I think Madison falls on on this list when it's price per person, like he's at the top of my list of buys. Yeah, me too. Um so I recommend him for sure. Boston Scott, 27.6 years old. Doesn't hold a ton of value but another solid ppr guy and that's where a lot of value is so boston scott was a guy that i i picked up a lot of places when he was just like a free agent and he always produces when he's in he's he's got a nose for the end zone he catches passes he always produces he just never gets an extended look so i'm not sure if he's 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 a tiny guy you know what i mean he's not like a bigger back or anything he's like a PPR that. running back. he's a ppr running back i'm not sure he's ever going to get the kind of work that you want consistently out of him you hope he turns into mckinnon and the chiefs Right, but I mean, he, he's he's a hard guy to nail down. I do like him. I have him in some leagues, and I'm hopeful that he goes somewhere other than Philly because they're they're not even using him this year at all. I yeah. mean, he's shown in the past to have uh, a lot more upside than he, than they've kind of given him the chance uh, for this year. So hopefully, he goes somewhere, gets an opportunity, can catch some passes because he can produce. Um, so he's another guy that's kind of way way under the radar. You can get for a fifth round draft pick or that's something. That's the most I'd pay for Boston Scott. Me, me too, because he could very well just get mothballed and be gone. You know what I mean? So I don't, you don't want to put too much of an investment in a guy like that. Um, but if he gets an opportunity, who knows? So these next four guys I'm going to bring up here, um, it could be five. Uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, these next five guys I'm going to talk about are probably going to be the most expensive guys outside of Saquon Barkley, right? Who we expect to stay. First on the list, Cream Hunt, mm-hmm. 27 years old, three months. Uh, a, a very good running back who's been, you know, who who made a bad decision, got cut, and now has been a backup to one of the best running backs in the NFL. Prior to this year, every time he's played, he's been a running back one in fantasy. Mm-hmm. On the Browns with Nick Chubb, he's been a running back one. Right. And that's fantasy football output. You know, mm-hmm. that's what he's produced. As a rookie, led the league in rushing was a dynasty darling there for the chiefs. And there's a chance that he could end up back on the chiefs. If the, if the owner could change his mind, but this is the kind of running back that you salvate to go to a good spot because he could run between the tackles and he catches the ball extremely well. He's a league winner when healthy. And he's probably got, you know, the way he's been used, he's probably got a couple more years left. He's 27, right? He's 27. Yeah. So you probably got next year and possibly depending on the contract he gets the year after that of Kareem Hunt, of good of good fancy football production. If I had to guess, Kareem Hunt's probably going to sign her two, maybe three-year deal with whatever team, which probably gives him one year, maybe two, two at wherever he goes. But the one year could be a league it winner. Absolutely could. Has he, in your eyes, lost a little bit of explosion? <sighs> this year in particular... I, I haven't been watching the Browns like you have been. I've been seeing them on the Red Zone channel and stuff like that. You've been watching all the games. Um, he hasn't not, looked the same to me. 
I guess, I mean, a, maybe just a hair, but like, he's so poppy. You know what I mean? Like he's such a, he's such a little bunny rabbit. Like he bounces so much. Like that's his, his contact balance is so good. And that's how he, that's his run style, right? Like he, he was to, never fast. He was a four, yeah. six guy or something he, like that he, coming he, out. So Kareem's style is like, he bounces, right? Like he's a, he jumps Jeff, he jumps right. Like he, he likes to hop and jump from one side to the other. Cause he could take that hit and keep on going. Like his yeah. contact balance is so good. So that's where he's, that's where he strives at, right? Like getting the outside edge, taking your hit, bouncing off you and keep going. I don't know. If, he had the calf stuff last year. And I just wonder, I was just wondering if that stuff's zapped a little explosion from him. He just know, I mean, didn't a little look, bit older. He didn't look quite the same to me when I've seen him. Like I said, I haven't been watching Browns games. I've been watching red zone channel and stuff like that. It's been hit and miss. Okay. Um, so he's somebody though. We can agree that will he's going to get signed to be the guy somewhere. I think unless, unless he truly has lost a step and then he's going to be in the same situation. That's what I'm worried about. With of him Kareem. being a number two again. Yeah. That's what I'm worried. I'm slightly concerned in the back of my head. I haven't, I haven't seen anything this year that makes me go, "Oh man, Kareem Hunt's taking a step back." Okay, like I, I have to look a little. I might have to go back and watch some more tape on him to see if he's lost some Just explosion. Watch that with, I guess, watch the rest of the games with that eye or that lens. I guess because what I've seen that I, it it's brought up a little bit of hesitation, a little bit of pause. Okay, in me. I haven't noticed it. Okay. So it, it, like it doesn't it doesn't pop on on for me. And I mean, I'm always looking for him to be involved in the passing game because he's so dynamic there. Absolutely. Anyways, and yeah. that's and that's where I can see him fit. So he listen, Kareem Hunt's gonna go whoever offers him the most money. This is a guy who's missed a ton of opportunity in the mm-hmm. NFL. So it, there's a chance he, you know, I can see the Falcons. I think the Chiefs would be another foot. Like, does he want to win a Super Bowl? Yeah. So can I see him going somewhere like that? Like the Bills would be another good team. I mean, to be honest with you, Kareem Hunt's a fit for everybody that I mentioned on that list. Everybody. If if he's right, he's an all-around back, and, and you don't need to take him off the field uh, for any reason. Uh, so, I mean, he, he runs well, he passes, he block, pass blocks well, and he catches passes. So he's a he's an all-around type of guy. He's got the build to be an every-down, in-between-the-tackle type of guy. So Mid no, to high second yeah. round pick is what he's worth. I would, pay, I would pay a high second. I would take that gamble on him. I would I would pay that high second. I'd easily. pay the high second yep. too. I'm not paying the first, but I would yeah. pay the high second or a player of value of the same value. Because I think he's definitely if you're going to next year, I think he has a very good chance for next year to help you be a league winner if he stays healthy. Um, again, because he's dynamic in the passing game too. So that's what we're looking here for too. I mean, when you say dynamic, you're looking for league winners. Like you have to be able to catch the football well. You have to mm-hmm. in my eyes because that's where all the bread and butter is, and that's where Cream Hunt fills that void. That, that void. Josh Jacobs. 24.8 years old, a running back we've loved for, since he's entered the league. Can't believe he's only 24 right now. He's been in the league for yeah. five years. Yep. Um, or four years. He came so. in at, yeah, he came in at 20. Yep. And what a, what a good time to peak, right? Do the Raiders franchise him? Do they resign him? It's hard for me to imagine them letting him go. It, it is very hard at this point. He's put on so much good tape. He looked amazing this year. Uh, and supposedly, uh, I was, I was watching the game and, and the commentator said that he, he wants to be a Raider. So it might even be something where he signs a long-term deal there. Like he, he was you know, obviously felt, Hey, they're the, you know, disrespected somewhat when they did not pick up the fifth year option, but it wasn't to the point where he wanted to leave. It like motivated him. And we've seen what happened. <laughs> it's been fantastic this whole year. Um, so he, he's Top three fans to running back. Yeah. And, and you know what it is it, in the past, I feel like he's been nicked and bruised and stuff like that. And maybe he hasn't been able to play through it this year. He's been getting nicked and bruised and not, and not practicing and stuff like that throughout the week, but coming in balling out just absolutely. But also, I mean, out. just he's being used the way we've always wanted to be used. I mean, right. how many times in this podcast over the four, four, last four years have we screamed? Like, I don't understand how, why they're using Josh Jacobs this way. I don't understand it. Like he's such a good pass catcher running back. Like yeah. it's, a, it, he's so good at, but they don't throw him the football. Well, you know, like they're not using him correctly. And then they come in, they draft Zamir white hot, you know, like, Oh, here we go again. It's like, and we said earlier, like we love Josh Jacobs, but this isn't us saying it like Zamir white, probably the starter by the end of the year. Right. We were wrong. We were dead wrong. It was yep. never diss to Josh Jacobs. We love Zamir white's tape. And we just thought by them, not picking the fifth year option drafted him high enough. That's where it was going to end up. Yep. What's the value on Josh Jacobs? Like, obviously, clearly a first. Like, yeah. But what? A, it's what more, beyond it's more, that? It's more than a first for sure. I, th- I think it might be more than first and a second. 
right? I would say a first and a second. It might be a little bit you, more. And you, actually, it's going to be more than that. It's going to be more than that, man. Because of what he's doing right now. Yeah. And unfortunately, I'm not paying that price. Me neither. Uh, I, and, to be, and to be fair, I want to use this uh, in case you don't listen a lot. Like, my stance is I'm not buying any running back going into their second contract. Right. Like, I'm not buying those guys for this price. Like, I'd much rather go buy Cream Hunt. I'd much rather go buy Alexander Madison and mm-hmm. gamble that way or gamble on a rookie. Um, with that first, I could probably draft a guy um, or just you don't even go that high caliber. So the weird thing with Josh Jacobs, though, is he's going to a second contract at 25 years old. It's He is very young. So you got three years of him. And hashtag three-year window means for the right price, for first and second, I'm buying Josh Jacobs. Anything over that, I'm not paying. That's your limit, huh? That's your limit. I don't know. I don't if it's ha- a third, okay, I retract that. Because anything or anything after that second round pick, like I don't care. Like if somebody I to be fair with you, if somebody came to me, hey, I want your first, second, third, fourth, and fifth, I'm like right. Josh Jacobs, and I need a running back, right. I'm like, okay. There is not much of a difference in my eyes either between a first and a second and a first, second, third, fourth, and fifth. Like, no. Here, have my sixth too. What am I gonna do with it? Like I don't care. Whatever. Um because those guys are just roll of the dice, you can Make that up somewhere else. Okay, it's not that big of a deal. You're a contender. Yeah. Right? Sure. Right now, trade dialing comes up. Hey, I want your first this year. I want your second this year. And I want your second in 2024. I think I'd pay that. I think it's the most I would go. If I need a running back. If I need a running back, he's a high-end guy. And you're obviously going to... All those picks are going to be late. That's and and he's young, he's young enough that he's not going to like the, the wheels aren't falling off that thing in the next year. It's a move I'd rather make today to try and help me win this year too. Like yeah. keep going into it. Um, Sometimes those are the kind of moves you have to make going into the playoffs at times. I paid a first and second for Dalvin cook. Yeah. Well, I got Alexander Madison too. Right. But, uh, you're getting a lot, you're getting a lot more years with a guy like, I uh, think Josh Jacobs. I know. And I think the problem is Matt, I think you have to overpay for Josh Jacobs because of what he's done this year. So, yeah. And I mean, is it really like, are we really sending our team back that much? If we're taking, we get a first and two seconds and one of them 24, no one there late. Cause you're only buying Josh Jacobs for a contender. Again, you're only buying running backs. If you're a contender, that's it. That's Stop. it. Yeah. Yeah. Literally yeah. no other time are you buying running backs. And, and here's the deal. You're paying a first and two seconds. If you do well this year and win, and maybe you're, maybe you keep him another year. But then you get rid of them down the road for a second. So you're getting that second. You know what I mean? Like you can always get that uh, at least a chunk of what you've purchased uh, one of these players for in the trade back. If you if you at least timely, you know, down the road, you you get rid of them. He's young enough where you could ride him for two years if I get that first back. That's what. Yeah, that's what I mean. To a contender. Yeah, like, hey, he right. needs him. And he first gets them. You know right. what I mean? Like he's that kind of like those are running backs I love to buy at like this age because if I pay the first a little bit more. I could always, usually, if it pans out, I could recoup that first. Like when I gave up a first and I gave up a first and something else and something else for Saquon Barkley, in my head was going, if he pans out this year, which I thought he would and he did, mm-hmm. I was like, I can easily ride him out this year and ride him out next year. And then at the end of next year, if it doesn't work out to my favor, I can get that first back. And then even if he does work out to my favor, that offseason, I could get that first and, back. And I think that's a, almost the way you have to look at trades and, and look at, at that kind of thing. Like there are some, there are some guys that you're going to trade for at, right before the de- deadline. You know, you're making the playoffs. It's Latavius Murray. It's a couple of thirds. You're burning those picks. Yeah. They're gone. You know what I mean? You're never going to recoup that. It's gone. Um, you might end up cutting them next year. Boom. It's the same thing. You know what I mean? As burning those, those picks, but a guy like this young enough, you're, you're going to get something back for those guys. Nine, nine times out of 10, unless something crazy happens, blows out a knee or something. Yeah, eight um, times out of 10. Maybe eight times out of 10. You get something back, though. Like, whatever you're paying, just just know that it you're going to get something back at the end of that. So it's you, you kind of have to have that long-term vision on all your trades. First and two seconds is what I would pay if I could need a running back. Yeah. And I, I don't love paying that value, but like he, like I think I think because of the recoup factor, yeah. I, mean, I would do it. Yeah. It's the resale value. Here's an interesting one. Mm. David Montgomery, 25 years old, five yeah. months, mm-hmm. um, has shown if he gets a ton of carries, he could be a, a very quality running back. To be fair, if you give Mike Davis a ton of carries <laughs> in the right situation, he could be a running back one. You know what I mean? Like yes. So he's an interesting one because 
to me, he's just another guy, like a, but a guy that does a guy that does everything good. Yes. But nothing stupendously stupendous. So let's see. He's got 25 receptions, 244 yards right now. Um, and 641 yards for four touchdowns. So pretty decent, pretty good. Obviously you missed some time at some point in this season and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Another guy, you know, that I looked at from a points per touch basis, he's down at 0.72, which is one of the lower numbers. Okay. Not the lowest, but not great, but not great. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's um, people, he's so good in the passing game. It probably bumps that up. Actually probably cheats it out. A little that's bit. what I mean. Like, so he, 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 he catches enough passes to bump that up a little bit. Cause he's inefficient, I think in the running game. So it's, it's one of those things you have to look at it uh, and kind of see it. But the, the points per reception stuff, I think is always going to be there with him. So it's, it's built into his price. Uh, I, I mean, built into the number a bit. So I don't know. He's a guy that never excites me. No. I don't know that he's going to go somewhere and they're going to just hand him a job. I think his best value comes the day he signs in free agency. Yeah. Before, before you figure out, uh, before the team figures out that there's another fifth round rookie, that's more explosive. Yeah. And explosive is a good word to be the negative on David Montgomery. Yes. I think he's, I think he's, he's shifty laterally, mm-hmm. but he's just not very explosive. Good hands. Uh, definitely a, a, a player, like yes. not a bad guy. No, no, no. Player. Yeah. So, solid. You I think way worse. I think you can do worse. I think most of the time he's going to leave you wanting more if you're a NFL franchise, but in the right situation, he could be a very quality running back. Um, but I mean, he can only kind of reminds me of like like what do you kind of like Clyde Edwards Alaire. A little bigger though. I wish Clyde Edwards was as good as him. No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out next year when he's on a different team, maybe. Yeah. Um Yeah, so I think I think for me, Dave Montgomery, he's not a buy in my eyes, but I think he's a good sell the day he signs and free. Yeah, he's a hold right now for sure. Wait to see what happens with him. You might end up going down with the ship somewhat. Uh, Let me ask you this. Yeah. David Montgomery signs with the Chiefs this offseason. Yeah. They cut Clyward Zolaire. He signs with the Chiefs. Okay. Two-year deal. Only one year of it's guaranteed. They keep Jarek McKinnon. And they draft a guy in the fourth round. Somebody offers you a first. For- I think they like Pacheco quite a bit. Oh, I forgot they have Pacheco there. Yeah. Too. So, they, okay. They keep Pacheco. Yeah. They have Jarek McKinnon. They signed David Montgomery to a two-year deal. Only one of its the second year is Fugazi. Sure, I think Pacheco is always going to look more explosive. <laughs> so, so yeah. So somebody <laughs> offers you right away sure. a twenty-four first. So snap accept right. Anytime I got offered a twenty, any sort of first for Dave Montgomery, I'm snap. So the point of that, the point I want to bring up was is if you have David Montgomery and he signs somewhere titillating. <laughs> Titillating, if you will. So yep. don't don't get caught up in the misty eyes. Don't no, let no, your heart beat no, that no, fast no. where you start saying, Well, should I do it? I do kind of love him. The answer is yes, you should. And you should do it fast. Tell me he loves me too. <laughs> sell, 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 sell. Evict, evict, evict. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that that I wanna that's what I'm saying. Cause sometimes it's easy to say here, okay, when he signs somewhere, that's a sell, but it's easy for you in yourself to say Ooh, I'm gonna pl- I'm gonna see how this plays out. Yeah, because that bet doesn't play out that well, right? Yeah. Okay. Next guy. Next guy. We might only get to the running backs, by the way, in this show. We might have to power through the rest of these. There's not many tight ends. Okay. All right. So we're almost done with the running back. Like, All right. So here's. Well, we got Pollard to show, right? That, going there right now. Okay. All right. He's, there's only two more big guys, and we'll 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 go through the All other right. guys fast. One of the most interesting guys we're gonna talk about. Tony Pollard. Yeah. He's only 25 years old in six months. He'll be 26, though. So going to the second contract, the Cowboys have Zeke. Mm-hmm. Uh, he signed through 2026, $15 million a year. But the guaranteed part of Zeke's contract ends after this year. They could save $10.9 million if they make up a June 1st cut um, and only be an $8 million cut uh, cap hit in 24. Huh. Tony Pollard right now ranks really good. I know 
Jerry Jones loves Zeke. He loves too. Zeke. So, Tony Pollard, yeah. a very good running back, strives in the PPR game. Right. What if he ended up in Kansas City? I'd pay it first. <laughs> I'd pay the first. Holy cow, man. Could you imagine that? So, the question is, Tony Pollard is going to get an app, right? He's he's put too much good tape together. I, I agree. For him not to get an opportunity, right? Like, he's not going back to Dallas. Unless they get rid of Zeke and they resign him. I think that th- that's probably the avenue. I'm not sure that is how they'll see it. Um, they might want to keep Zeke and just draft somebody and, and go the cheaper. You know what I mean? Like, don't eat a bunch of dead cap and just they, go they, draft somebody. They probably should do that, to be yeah. honest with you, yeah. on the Cowboys. So, for dynasty value, Tony Pollard's probably going to go with those 15 teams. You're right. If he goes to the Chiefs, look out. If he goes to the Dolphins, look out. We, right? we said the same thing about Chase, though. Chase Edmonds? Yeah, this past year. Remember no, we that? did not. We thought it was a really weird signing. No, everyone loved that. He looked great in the well. That no, dude. When they signed, once they signed Raheem Mostert, I said on the show, I yeah, guarantee Raheem Mostert will be the starter. <laughs> you did at one point. You did. Like I, I never felt for the Chase Edmonds. Yeah, I felt in the preseason. I got a little uh, titillated. Yeah, you know, yeah. little uh, yeah. counterclockwise nipple rubbing. <laughs> got a little of that action what's, going. What, what's the significance about counterclockwise? Half around and find out. <laughs> you go home tonight. Take that oh. shirt off. Talk to Miss O'Hara. All right. Nah, 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 nah. I'm going to do one counterclockwise, the other one clockwise, and then I'll figure out what's... And you'll figure out exactly... <laughs> like, oh, my gosh, he was right. Oh, now my. squeeze. <laughs> um, Tony Pollard. All right. Right now, today, uh-huh. somebody says, Matt, you just missed the playoffs at 1-6. That sucks. You have 23-1-6. Oh. But I'll give you totally Tony Pollard for it because I'm just trying to like get, just get as many draft packs as I can. Are you paying it? <sighs> see, say your say your first eliminator. I don't like I don't like your scenario. I don't like your scenario because first of all, I'm not making the playoffs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, run it, run it clockwise. Um, like, it, listen, Tony Powers. Call, like, obviously, we have a top five pick or so. You're not giving up. Sure. the first year. So, that mode. But are you paying a first for Tony Powers today? So if I just missed the playoffs and it was because I didn't have running back, yeah. I'm set everywhere else. I feel good to go for next year. I'd be okay rolling that dice because I think it could pay off big. And he's young enough that you can have him for two or three years and you make a push with him. He's going to get a contract, so you're going to have him for a couple of years. That's what I mean. So I, I feel he's, 20, he's 25 years old right now. I feel like he'll be good to go for the next couple of seasons at least. And – to be able to just cash in a lotto ticket, not for the billion dollar or, or hundred million dollar winner, but for like, hey, I'm hundred percent going to get a million dollars. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm good with that. Um, if you're right on the cusp of being like a serious contender, you just missed out because you fell short um, a running back. And listen, any when you say, "Wow, that's a gamble." Any draft pick you make 100%. is a gamble, yep. right? This one has a tape in the NFL, mm-hmm. not in college, to prove that he could do this at a high level, a very high level. I'm paying the first for Tony Pollard. Me too. And I don't love paying first for running backs, but this is a gamble from 1-6 on that I'm more than happy to make. The question, though, Matt, is does it cost more than a first? Is this the first and second category? Because I feel personally, I have zero point Tony Pollard shares. Zero point zero. Me too. If I proposed a first for Tony Pollard, I feel like my inbox would come back with a first and second. Or straight up rejection. Or straight rejection. You've just Which hurt, is what I would do. You've just hurt my feelings. Because I wouldn't take the first for Tony Pollard. I'd rather I'd rather ride him out and see where it is. Again, and I'm a huge running back seller. I say or yeah. say all the time. Yeah, yeah. But if you just offer me one first and it's like mid to late, like I'm like, this this value can only go most likely up from up. there. Yeah. So the real question, I guess, now is to say, would you pay a first and second for Tony Pollard? I mean, that is the limit for him for me. That's the limit for me too. Yeah. I would gamble. I would gamble those picks on Tony Pollard. And you know the gamble is that he ends up going back, and Zeke is there also, and they fall they fall into this same similar role where they're both kind of there, uh, 
But even that gamble is not a. It's not. It's but not, it's not yeah. horrible. Yeah, you. It's like you bought a two dollars scratch off and you won two dollars. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like you're like, ah, oh, I won. No, no, you broke even. <laughs> you didn't win anything. Yeah. Um. So I mean, he's running back seven right now in PPR. So it's not. You know what I mean? And 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 Zeke's down there at twenty one. We're missing so, some games, yeah. Yeah, he missed a, he missed a couple of games. So running back seven overall, he's going to cost you a first and a second. He's an interesting. He is going to take. He's you. one of the most interesting players we have on this list. He absolutely is. Um, but he could be that running back that could be the Austin Eckler, right? The guy that came in it was kind of the backup uh, behind a good running back, stuck around, was good. The kind of the Michael Turner, the kind of guy that was the back. What kind of hope? Because you know, we don't see any of those guys anymore. There really are like unicorns. Those. Those backup running backs that look really good, we we thought like Ben Tate was gonna be that guy, right? I mean, I remember when Austin when Austin Eckler was going into the year where he was gonna be the guy finally, and we were in a draft, and I was trying to get rid of Austin Eckler. Nobody would take him from me because no one believed it could happen for. Him. I tried him away for a first, and and he ended up, you know, I still have him on my team. It's on a championship qual- uh, caliber team, and and the guy just you know waltzes me in basically every every year because he's such an asset. Worked out. Yeah. And to, I, I do feel like Tony Pollard can be that type of guy. Yeah. He could be the Michael Turner. Yeah. The Austin Eckler. Not many of those guys. Yeah. The whole point of my story was it does not happen that often. He is a guy that I do think it could happen. Yeah. He's, with. he's yep. one that you want to bet on, and yep. there's enough teams that need him. So Tony Pollard, I think we're both in on. Miles Sanders, interesting. 25 years old uh, uh, again. Looked really good this year. Uh, finally scoring touchdowns after scoring none last year. Right. 11 already. Maybe he resigns with the Eagles. Probably not because they're probably going to work out a deal here soon for Jalen Hurts. Um, you never know, man. Like you, like we were talking about with Saquon, it's not like it's an overly yeah. expensive position for them to just franchise or even sign a guy to. And with the cap going up and everything like that, they might be able to make room for him. I think they, you know, they finally see what they can get out of a guy like this if they, you know, actually let him touch the football near the goal line a little bit and. Um, he's over a thousand yards already too, as well. So him and him and Saquon, uh, both the Penn State guys, looking pretty good. I, what I feel about Miles Sanders is exactly what I felt about like Josh Jacobs. Now, obviously, he's come out this year and he's produced at a mm-hmm. high level. But this is another player that like I loved his college me, tape. Me also. You know, yep. Same thing with Josh Jacobs. Like I loved his tape. So Miles Sanders, like he was our one one. We loved his tape that much. No, it was so, jo- it was Josh Jacobs, Jacobs Miles, Miles Sanders, Sanders, and then. Um, uh, Montgomery. I think for me and you both, I th- I think if Sanders was below Montgomery for for Garrett, if if my memory serves me. But so, I mean, if again the right team, this guy could produce at a very high level. He's a yep. very talented running back in my eyes, um, who doesn't have a lot of tread on those tires either. You know, then only played one year at Penn State. Uh, right, because he was he was backing up Saquon, Saquon Barkley. Yeah, so as as soon as Saquon left, he was the guy for one year. Then he came out, and then he kind of had a lighter load his first three seasons, be just due to like missing time because of injuries, like little nagging things, nothing serious. And then this year, he's finally healthy. He's been he played in all thirteen games, and he's looking good. There's not a lot of running backs when I start watching their tape. Like I fall down that rabbit hole. I have to watch every single game. You know, Brees Hall was yeah, in that sure. uh, category. Miles Sanders was in that category yep. where like I could not put down his tape and I had to keep watching and then go back, watch another game here too. Like he was that good uh, on tape. So interesting. Would you pay? A, so we talked about Tony Pollard. Would you pay a first for Miles Sanders? Oh yeah, absolutely. First and second. Yes. That's the max. Uh, I might go even a little bit more if, if, if needed. Before the year started, I gave a first and Miles Sanders for Saquon. That's what it was. Okay. Remembered. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's kind of where it's at. Don't you think? I mean, first, second, maybe even a little bit more for him if necessary. If you look at his, I mean, Jesus, man, like on a points, on per, a game? points per game basis. He's, what about the points per touch that you were talking about before? Uh, let me where did see. He fit up there? He, it's weird. I mean, he's also, I mean, he's got a lot of touchdowns this year. He was 0.87. So he's okay. above, you know, Alexander I mean, Madison, all those kind of guys. So he's, his touchdown numbers skyrocket, which is helping this year. Yeah, like he's at eleven. He's at eleven so far. He's on pace to to get fourteen, um, right around fourteen hundred yards, fourteen touchdowns, um, twenty four catches. The 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 problem is he doesn't get a lot of uh, yards uh, through the air. So I think he leaves Eagles. I think the Eagles are in a really weird position where they got these luxury picks. They have picked five this year. Like I saw a mock today. I think it was for, I think it was from uh, um, Todd McShay's mock. I think it was. He had the Eagles taking B. John Robinson at five. Oh. And he said, it. he's like, I know this is high. Yeah. 
but this is a luxury pick for the Eagles, and this player can come in right away and dominate, like really complete this offense, yeah. essentially. Um, I don't know if Sanders ends back up. I mean, it's so weird because they've like, they haven't, it's like they haven't loved him there sure. at all. Now they do this year. Yeah. Because now like, everything's clicking, man. Jalen Hurts is taking yeah. that. Like, Jalen Hurts is one of those, like, almost like, what we saw with Josh Allen do, we kind of saw what Jalen Hurts do. Like this yep. quarterback that we didn't like overly love. We didn't love his arm and everything. Just completely do a 180 on us, 360 on us. Like turns around, comes back like, look at me now. Like, whoa, what? I that makeup on. <laughs> so pretty, Jalen. And he's making everybody around him better as well. I mean, Devontae Smith, who we love, playing better. Um, Miles Sanders, playing better. Goddard, playing a high level. Everyone on that whole, that whole offense clicking, man. It's it's. That's like one of the few teams that, like, if they're on TV, like I want to check in and watch it because it's it's just always exciting offense to watch. It is, yeah. and those are always fun from yep. a fan's perspective. So Miles Sanders first and second, mm-hmm. quick hitters, ready? Yep. Rashad Penny, Rashad Penny, twenty six point eight years old, showed when he was on the Seahawks last year, could play at a very high level as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bowling ball out there, he's gonna get signed somewhere to compete with somebody. I agree with that. I think it's likely he's going to need an injury ahead of him or to his running mate in order to be fantasy, like a big-time fantasy-relevant guy. I don't think he's a guy that can just he's – he's a guy that needs work to be relevant and yeah. to be effective. I'm Very that. interested to where he see he lands mm-hmm. like as a number two. Like, Does Tony Pollard leave and does he go to Dallas to back up Zeke and kind of split carries there? Um does he? I think I think a really good fit for him that would salvate me a little bit. I think it'd be a really good, a really really good spot for him would be New Orleans. I could see that he'd you be know, a good offset for him. For Kamara, Kamara. knowing Kamara's gonna miss a couple of games as well, and they bring in like another PPR guy back, sure. like a Boston Scott. You yep. know what I mean? Like to bring Boston Scott in. Boston Kamara Scott's back. back. I think that's where he started. Um, but I think Penny in New Orleans would be a really good fit. Uh, personally, I think that would get me excited about his potential. Other guy, other team. Even I think even I think Penny's like run style fits what the Rams want to do. Buffalo, um, maybe definitely what Buffalo wants to do. Him and Derrick Henry together would be a combo that I could I would understand it. I guess. But yeah. Two oh, bigger backs. I don't know. Does um, it make a lot of sense? Yeah. Hotlanta oh. maybe. Hotlanta. No. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I. I mean. From one running from one run oriented offense to another run oriented or run yeah. heavy offense anyway. The Bucks to replace Leonard Fournette. They got rid of Leonard Fournette. Sure. Him and Rashad White together would be a good combo. I think he's a guy that can, obviously, we've just mentioned seven or eight places. He's a guy that can fit into a lot of yeah. places. He's a, he's an all-around guy. I don't know that he's anyone's going to trust him to stay healthy. Um, you know what I mean? He's not going to get a big contract or anything like that or a long-term contract. I think he's going to end up, especially with the market the way it is, that's something we didn't really talk about, with so many free agents and so many running backs available through the draft. I think there's going to be some guys – especially a name like a, a guy like Rashad Penny, deals. he's going to have a hard time getting a job, might end up signing a one-year deal close to the like the start of training camp. I think all these guys are signed. Like, yeah. Besides those big guys, they're all going to sign like one year. Not that it's going to be a two-year deal sure. for Gazi. Yeah. Um, Devin Singletary. Devin Singletary. 25 years old. Yep. 25 years, two months. I think uh, he's proven that he's a pro. I don't know that. I th- I also think he's proven that he's not a all like he's not going to carry the load anywhere. Yeah. He's the kind of guy that just needs to get an opportunity. Right. Maybe it would be interesting to see Devin Singletary in a different offense as well. Like, I don't think his skill set really fits what Buffalo wants to do. Because he shows signs that he could be explosive. Sure. No, I agree with that. I just don't know that. I think he's a backup. I think he's a backup running back that they kind of forced into a starting role. Very fair. Yep. He's a, I love how you said it. He's a pro. Yep. Um, Raheem Mostert, he's 33, 32, so it's not worth talking about. Right. Um, Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams, 30-year-old. Or no, 27-year-old, sorry. Kind of hard for me not to see him end up back in Detroit for like a real cheap. I feel like that's his best fit. Yeah. Um, And I think he is excelling there. So and I that's get, for I, his value. That's, right. the only, that's the place that gets you excited. Right. And then last one, Jeff Wilson, uh, 27 years old. 27 years old he's going to likely end up back there or with San Francisco. You know what I mean? Like he's a backup running back. They give an opportunity to get shine. Like he's yeah. a quality. He's a pro. He's a pro. He can get it done in that offense specifically. And you know, if you had him, it's a bummer that he got that hip injury. Cause it looks like he's going to miss the next couple of weeks, which is just enough to not have you not have any more worth for the fantasy. Season, most right? are, most are, most. Are. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's where we at time wise. 
An hour and five minutes. So we have zero time to talk about tight ends. Yeah. We'll so we're going to move the tight ends to the Nerd Herd show, mm-hmm. and we'll have to go through them that way. Might have to go a little bit quicker than the Nerd Herd show. Might have there. to be a little bit quicker. But the running backs are what everybody needs. I mean, the wide receivers are a little thin, uh, as is. There's no like wide receiver that I see on here that like jumps out on me. I mean, We'll, we'll jam the wide receiver tight end discussion yeah. as pass catchers together. There's nobody. I mean, Jacoby Myers and Paris Campbell are the ones that interest me the most. There's a couple of that the other ones that interest me as well. We'll talk very, about it. Very mildly interested. Yeah. At tight end, obviously, I'm still a big Gasicki guy. Of course, me too. All right, well, that's it. Uh, make sure you use that promo code HOLIDAY25, save 25%, and join the greatest thing ever, and that's the Nerd Herd. Ooh. Sweet tools, sweet conversation, more podcasts. Nice. Next week, back with Garrett, we're going to redraft the rookies, sophomores, and juniors, juniors. <laughs> the 2020 to 2022 class we're going to redraft them all together yep. and see where we're at 2020 uh, 2021 2022 2020 that's a lot to say <laughs> 21 20 20 and 22 rookies all right and we're back next week adios